Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, August 18th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Governor Cuomo blames New York's growing crime wave on President Trump. Majority of Americans now avoid watching the nightly news. New study shows media coverage of Trump 150 times more negative than for Biden. COVID outbreaks shut down some colleges. The temperature in Death Valley, California hits a record. Also ahead, religion and Kamala Harris. But first, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo publicly blaming his state's surging crime on President Trump. At least seven people were murdered and 51 shot in New York City over the weekend, said Cuomo, quote, it's the Trump economy, Trump not providing COVID relief. I think Trump has some liability for the increase in crime, which, of course, is partisan nonsense. Governor Cuomo being soft on criminals is part of the reason for the violent crime surge. New survey from one poll says 57% of U.S. adults no longer watch the nightly TV news, saying the programs are too stressful. Americans cite the presidential election, COVID, anti-police protests, and race relations as the biggest turn-offs. Four in ten report losing sleep due to the sensational and biased TV news coverage. A study from the Conservative Media Research Council says the network's reporting on President Trump is 150 times more negative compared to Joe Biden. The evening newscast from ABC, CBS, and NBC aired 634 stories attacking Mr. Trump in June and July compared to just four criticizing Biden. Handful of COVID clusters sending students online at some colleges. The University of North Carolina will switch to virtual learning just a week into the semester after a 10% jump in COVID cases there. Oklahoma State, a few other schools in Georgia also may ditch in-person instruction. The thermometer in Death Valley, California, reaching 130 degrees, the hottest temperature on planet Earth in more than a century. National Weather Service confirming all that heat. The all-time record was also in Death Valley way back in 1913, 134 degrees. In a moment, Kamala Harris and religion. Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
1-800-222-6532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Secularism within the Democratic Party. Joe Biden is a Roman Catholic, but believes in unfettered abortion, or at least he doesn't oppose it. That's a must for Democrats these days. Abortion is not to be limited or even challenged. The truth is that the Democratic Party is mostly secular. Religion does not play a role. At the convention, you're not going to hear much talk about people of faith. So let's look at the vice presidential nominee, Kamala Harris, in this regard. She grew up in a black Baptist church and a Hindu temple, as her parents were from Christian Jamaica and Hindu India. She was sworn into office on a Bible. She self-identifies as a Baptist, the religion of her father. Her husband is Jewish. But Senator Harris is not your ordinary Baptist, as she goes against the religion's orthodoxy. For example, Kamala Harris is pro-abortion, rated 100% by NARAL on her abortion record. Baptists oppose abortion. Senator Harris is pro-gay marriage. Baptists believe in traditional marriage. The quote from their website is this, We affirm God's plan for marriage and sexual intimacy, one man and one woman for life. As Attorney General of California, Kamala Harris worked against Hobby Lobby's attempt to be exempted from Obamacare's birth control mandate. She argued a Trump judicial nominee be blocked because he belonged to the Knights of Columbus organization. Senator Harris said, quote, since 1993, you have been a member of the Knights of Columbus, an all-male society comprised primarily of Catholic men. Were you aware that the Knights of Columbus opposed a woman's right to choose when you joined the organization? Of course, everyone knows the Catholic Knights of Columbus upholds Catholic teaching about abortion. Senator Harris wanted the man to admit he was anti-woman or something. The point of this commentary is not to promote any religious belief. That's a personal decision. But to point out that secularism has become a central force in the Democratic Party. Jimmy Carter, JFK, Harry Truman, and many other Democrats were outspoken about God and country. That is not the case for today's Democratic Party. Does it matter? Not really. Democrats are going for secular voters, not for religious people. And it'll be fascinating to see what American Catholic voters do in November. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And please join our Stand Up For Your Country campaign. It's non-political. It's about America. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 793 years ago today, legendary emperor and one of history's greatest villains died in Eastern Asia, ending two decades of fear and conquest across two continents. I'm talking about Genghis Khan. Until his death in 1227, Khan ruled the largest land empire in human history. The warrior consolidated dozens of tribes across Mongolia, extending his rule as far west as modern-day Croatia and the Adriatic Sea. Khan's early life was as brutal as his reign. At nine years old, competing warlords poisoned his father and forced his mother into exile. She raised seven children on the Mongolian plains in total isolation. During his teenage years, Genghis Khan allegedly murdered his half-brother in a dispute over food. He was abducted, forced into slavery in his early 20s before he escaped. Soon after that, Khan began forming an army and forging alliances with local Mongol leaders. By age 30, he ruled most of Mongolia. Within 15 years, he would expand almost everywhere. Researchers estimate the Khan conquest would kill as many as 40 million human beings throughout Asia and Eastern Europe. His war against modern-day Iran would decimate 75% of that country's entire Persian population. The number of human beings on the planet actually dropped by 10% during Genghis Khan's reign. He died in 1227 after falling from his horse. His final orders were that his burial place be kept secret. According to folklore, his funeral procession murdered anyone it came into contact with in order to honor Khan's last words. To this day, no one knows where Genghis Khan is buried. And here's something else you might not know. Despite his brutal reputation, Khan was one of the first world leaders to order religious freedom. In his empire, subjects were free to pray to whomever they want. Different religions included Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, Jews, and other spiritual traditions. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.